So I wake up this morning, and you know that this is a big weekend, okay? I've probably gone on and on about it way too much for you. But big weekend coming up. Uh, not only is it the hometown rally, and it's a big riding weekend and bands and such all over the all over the city, but uh, our motorcycle ride for Fisher House, Wisconsin, is this weekend. And we have been really uh, pressing to break a record this year, and the weather appears to be great. Uh, I know the temperature's gone down a little bit. It went from 77 down to about 72 but still mostly sunny. I mean, the weather's going to be good. Uh, let's put it that way. But I get the notification last night. We are 31 uh, regis- pre-registered bikes away from breaking our pre-registration numbers from last year. Now, registration, pre-registration is, is getting ready to close. You can still register the day of. Don't get me wrong. You can still come out and join us. But pre-registration to get all your paperwork done so you don't have to sit in those long lines is uh and you that makes you registered as well for the ticket prize packages that we're giving away whether it's bucks or brewers badgers and also a, uh, races of road america so it, it's it's coming to an end soon soon so get pre-registered we are just a minimal amount and I, I haven't really checked over the last half an hour 45 minutes but we're a minimal minimal amount away and we are approaching 400 motorcycles already pre-registered so you get a 1 in 400 chance of winning these prize packages, and you get a little bit of a discount if you and your riders sign up because you get about a $10 break. But go to fisherhousewi.org, and then go to the events page, scroll down, you'll see it. You can see the motorcycle ride, click on it, and then there's a little pre-registration link. It says get pre-registered. I think that shuts down tomorrow at noon. Tomorrow at noon. So if you haven't gotten registered yet, please do so. Thanks so much to our sponsors here at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Also our sponsors, uh, Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Uh, There's just so many people. Growth Law, uh, Great Lakes Dragaway, our friends there. All of a sudden, uh, we've got people coming out of the woodwork to donate and be a part of it. And this morning I got confirmation there is going to be a World War II plane flyover at the end. it's, It's such a great collaboration of good, good people doing such great work and uh, i can't thank everybody enough but we're not we're not across the finish line yet so if you're thinking about it and you want to get your group together come on go ahead click on it all you got to do is go to fisherhousewi.org fisherhousewi.org and then go to the events page scroll down it'll say pre-register and you are good to go we will see you sunday morning bright and early between 8 a.m and 11 a.m and then kickstands up at 11 and off we go to a terrific terrific ride so hopefully you can make it with us we certainly appreciate it um this is from uh let's see here uh, this is from joe joe says do you think that craig council steps down after this season no no i don't i i if you had to put your finger on it and say what percentage of failure what percentage of failure would you put on Craig Council versus Mark Antanasio, David Stearns, the players? You know, if you had to put a, a percentage of failure, what percentage would you put on Craig Council? 
Now, on one hand, he's the guy that's, uh, you know, he's the he's the chef. He's the guy cooking every day. He's the guy putting the ingredients into the pot and, and cooking every day. So then the question becomes, how much of that cooking will, if you say, will, uh, is Craig Council responsible for? And then, in addition to that, how much then falls on the shoulders of the ingredients, which is the players, or the owner of the restaurant for the ingredients that he's allowed to have and how much he's allowed to spend on ingredients, or the manipulation of the ingredients coming from David Stearns. If you're going to put a – Ben, if you're going to put a percentage on failure for this team, for situations in which Craig Council was detrimental enough, pulled the wrong trigger – how much of the loss would you pin upon Craig Council for this uh, for this failure this season? Something around fifteen to twenty percent, maybe like ten, but definitely maybe the fourth guy down right. on the totem pole. Right. See, I I I agree. I it is very difficult for me unless a unless a manager becomes so outspoken and detrimental to a team. Joe Girardi. It's very di- it, it, Joe Girardi. I mean, even you look at a guy like, uh, you know, the ups and downs and, and, and what they've had with the Chicago White Sox with Tony La Russa. I mean, there's some people that just think that what they've done or haven't done has been all on La Russa because of his ways, because of his mannerism, because of his ego, because just all of it. He, he basically was given the keys to the kingdom, and because the owner loves him, nobody can touch him. And so he is being looked at as a guy that shouldn't ru- just run roughshod over his roster. And and has bulldozed general managers and bulldozed staff and personnel. So how much do you look at and uh, and, and do you say, okay, it's the manager's fault? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. How much of that percentage would you say is Craig Council's fault? I would have to agree with you that it's ten fifteen percent. You want to get crazy and go twenty? Okay, but I think the amount of money spent on the ingredients bought is is probably. If I want to put it on Mark Atanasio, maybe maybe thirty percent. So that makes us sit at forty. The roster moves. You you can only make the roster moves dictated upon the budget you have. And I think, for the most part, David Stearns has been a pretty good general manager, a pretty good president of baseball operations. I think we would all agree upon that. He hasn't had a lot of egregious moves. And for the bad hater move, you also have to look at the Hunter Renfro, Jackie Bradley Jr. move. That 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 turned out tre- tremendously in favor of the Milwaukee Brewers. So I'd probably put, I don't know, 10% on him. After that, it's 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 the players, man. It's the utter failure of the players. The failure of execution, the failure of capability to hit, the failure of bullpen, the failure of big moment capabilities, come from behind capabilities, holding lead capabilities. 
all that kind of stuff. That's that's what it is. You know, you can only put players in position to make plays and to be successful, but after that, it's up to the players to go out and get it done. I think to blame entirely the front office is erroneous, but it doesn't then take away any any less blame because I think they screwed up at the trade deadline. I thought it then. Remember that day that Hayter was traded, Ben, and people were emailing and tweeting and stuff saying this is a good deal, that, they, you know, they started giving me statistics of, of uh, you know, the, the pieces in the trade and the two prospects and what this is going to mean for the team. And, you know, maybe in the long run the prospects come up and maybe they do begin to perform and hit. But we were talking about a team right now that is on its way or at least seemingly on its way to the postseason. And at the time, going back to July, as a uh, an emailer pointed out a few days ago, I was wrong because I said, oh, they're going to win the division, hands down. That's easy. And, it, and I was completely wrong because I didn't count on this team becoming completely deflated by a move with a, a closer and the message being sent that, yeah, you guys can't win, so we're going to start bailing on the money. So, but remember when the trade went down, how many people were trying to convince us that this was a really good thing? Yeah, and in the weeks following, even when they were losing, talking that right. Rodgers and Bush could recreate what Hayter brought, it just felt wrong overall. Right. It, it, that's a great way to put it. It just felt wrong. It felt like 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 a piece of of something good was being torn away from you and you were sticking something in there that you didn't know if it was going to work or not when you already knew what you had. That's what it felt like. And... I, 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 you know, I gave it a chance. I thought from the beginning, I thought, okay, you give it. You, there's a lot of people, again, going back to the sabermetrics that have given me a lot of statistics that have said, this is what it is. This is the reason this guy's going to be successful. This is the reason this guy's going to be uh, a better upgrade or a deeper upgrade to that bullpen. And, you know, down the road, these guys are going to come of age. And I said at the time, I don't care about prospects. Don't, when you're in a pennant race, I don't care about prospects. Just who cares? What I care about is the here and the now, because you're in the race. You're not in the race to pass the baton mid-race to go, okay, if you can get there, great, but if not, the next race is good. No, no. You're in there to hand the baton to somebody to go get to the finish line. Take us across the finish line. That's what you're looking for, and they didn't do that. So that that's always been my feeling on it, but I gave it a chance. For those that said wait and see, I've waited and witnessed and it just hasn't panned out to be what everybody thought it was going to be. Not good. So I agree with you. Uh, Gary says, Matt Bush, garbage. Taylor Rogers is garbage. Can't wait to get this miserable season over and then clean house. Uh, this is from also from Gary. He said, remember Gagne's slide? He was untouchable and eventually on a veteran minimum deal. Hater wasn't sliding fast. He actually was pitching well when he left here. He he was he he only had a couple of rough outings when he was here, and that was coming into the uh, coming into the All Star game, and then he came out and started to straighten it out, and then after that they traded him, and he's just been gone after that. And I'm not saying that it's just because like, I don't. I'm going to wait and see how Hater does the remainder of his career. If he's terrible the rest of his career, then I will say okay, the Brewers saw something, maybe they should have or shouldn't have made a move, I don't know, but they saw something, so maybe they were trying to be preemptive, okay? 
but I also think it was a lot of life stuff. I think he had a wife who uh, had some complications with the pregnancy, and then ultimately his daughter was born. He wanted to take time off and be with his family. He had a lot going on, and then in the midst of all of that, he gets uprooted, and off to San Diego he goes. I just thought there was a lot going on in his life, and it and, and life can screw you up. Life can screw up your job, and I think that's what that's partially what happened. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. Broadcasting live out here at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Can't say thanks enough to Pella Windows and Doors for being a part of the program for such a long period of time. But don't forget, and I can, I can see it now, the winds are blowing. They're south winds. They're warm winds. But when the wind changes, here comes the cold wind. And uh, are your windows and doors leaky? Can you feel the wind coming through? Do you know that this winter is going to suck because the energy bills are going to suck again? Maybe you want to do your house or maybe just one window. Get it all taken care of. Ten years, 2.99%. I'm not kidding. Ten years, 2.99% interest right now. You lock it in. Lock it in. And get your house more energy efficient, more beautiful. Pick slider windows. Pick crank windows. You can pick uh, the roll screen in the in the actual window. You can pick the colors, you can pick the trim, the hardware, so much you can do with Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. They don't offer just one one specific line. They've got vinyl, they've got impervia, they've got wood, they've got it all. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. Give them a call now. Tell them we sent you. More of the Bill Michael Show live at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program, Bill Michael Show. On this uh, awesome Friday, glad to have you back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip again today. Yes, I was there. As a matter of fact, uh, a gentleman from Ewald Automotive, really nice man, came over and said, yeah, glad to have you back on the air in Milwaukee. And then he uh, proceeded to say good luck with the ride this weekend, ride safe. And just a, a very, very nice gesture as I was leaving Quick Trip today. I really appreciated it. And uh, thanks to, you know, thanks to, you know, this, I didn't get his name, unfortunately. Um, and thanks to him for coming over and saying hello. But uh, thanks to our friends at Quick Trip as well for being a part of the program. Also, uh, they have some sponsorship out here in the hometown rally as well. If you're out and about, and uh, I love going to Quick Trip, and I'll tell you why as a motorcyclist, because usually, 99% of the time, uh, all of their pumps are individual hoses. So when I go to put uh, premium gas in the motorcycle, it's all premium gas. It's not mixed with what was ever in the hose prior to. So you don't get a half a gallon or a quarter of a gallon of regular unleaded or what have you because it does take premium to uh, run the motorcycles. So you don't get the ping and the knock and all the noises in it. So love Quick Trip in that sense as well. There's many reasons to go, but that's one of them. And uh, use your Quick Rewards card when you're there. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. Um, got a couple. Of, there was an interesting piece that was done in uh, on PackersNews.com. And Pete Doherty had a chance to sit down and chat with Brian Gutekinst and spent, uh, I, I think the article says he spent like a half an hour just sitting there with him. 
And uh, it, the offseason brought a lot of questions as to whether or not Aaron Rodgers would or wouldn't be back. Could he possibly be traded to the, to the Denver Broncos? I never thought he would be. Okay. But when you start to think about it and going through all the comments and such with Mark Murphy saying he's a complicated fella and with what, you know, the $150 bucks that was going to be guaranteed for $101 million and the short period of the contract and everything that they went through and getting it done and then losing Devontae Adams. And, you know, the, the question was posed, well, why did, you know, the, the, the Packers front office and the brass make sure that it was Aaron Rodgers that came back? And he said, we're chasing a championship. Having a quarterback playing at the level he is is probably the most important piece to winning a championship. We've obviously put ourselves in a really good position the last few years. A lot of, uh, of that is because of him along with some really good team play around him. For us, that was always the goal around here. I just think as long as he's playing at that level, which is rare, we have a chance to win this thing. That's why we did it. And which I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree. He was asked, how do you view Rogers' contract as a one-year deal? Do you expect him to play at least to the guaranteed portion, two years, three years? Um, and Brian Gudikin said, I certainly think he's got a lot of football left in him, certainly beyond the contract. And at the same time, Aaron obviously has played a long time, and he has, and he's going to have some decisions to make year to year. I think that's how he probably is looking at it. I think every year we're going to try to live in the now and try to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. Then every year we're going to sit down and chart out the best course. The last couple of years winning the MVP, playing at the level he's playing at for those of you who have been out to camp, there's no deterioration of physical skills. Everybody can see that. We're excited not only for this year, but for, for what he can bring to the table in the next few years to come. Um, you know, and uh, so it was. the question was posed then to, to Gudikins, so you don't think he's going to go one and done? And Gudikins said he's an interesting guy. I don't think so because I think he has too much good football in him. But at the same time, I know he's got a lot of other interests as well. He's played a long time, but I believe that he'd like to keep playing. And I do believe that the guys have reached a level that he has for as long as he's he has need to probably think about going year to year. But the indication was that Brian Gudikin seems to feel that Aaron Rodgers is beyond this year, has beyond this year. So, in the meantime, Aaron Rodgers today on Pat McAfee had this to say about the quarterback room and the team and, and a lot of the, quote, young energy. I feel great. I feel I feel great. I, you know, it, it is fun having Tom back. Tom makes, uh, makes that room uh, so much fun. We just have such a great rapport. We have years and years of memories, and most of them was when I was a younger player, you know, although he left, I think, in 20, after the 2016 season. So it wasn't that long ago, but he was my direct quarterback coach in the room from 2006 uh, through 2011. And a lot of fun, fun memories together. So having him back has been great. Uh, obviously, Jordan and I get along really well and have a great time and it's been fun to watch him continue to develop and, and really hone his fundamentals throughout training camp. And then Danny Etling in the room as well, who's a read option uh, Samurai, you know he's <laughs> he's the man. Uh, it's a really fun quarterback room, and then Connor Lewis, uh, longtime good friend, uh, kind of Swiss Army knife coach. He does uh, 
he did analytics in the beginning, and then he was in the quarterback room, then he was out of the quarterback room doing special teams. Now he's back in the quarterback room, brilliant guy and a lot of fun to be around. So I love the quarterback room the way it is right now. That kind of sets the tone for the entire day at work. <clears throat> and then the team, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a young team. And there's a lot, a lot of fun with that. There's a lot of young energy and excitement with the guys. You know, look at, I think we have 21 new guys as opposed to last year, which I don't know if that, I don't know what the exact number is. That seems to be a little bit maybe above the, uh, uh, the mean. Uh, but I, I really enjoy uh, coming to work with these guys and, and the challenge of, uh, you know, reconnecting and, and raising up leadership and empowering guys. So there you go. That was uh, Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee talking about the energy in the in the quarterback room. And it sounds like, I mean, to me anyway, I mean, that he is just really ecstatic that uh, his pal Tom Clements, a guy that he not only enjoys but respects, is back in that quarterback room. So some good stuff there from Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and also uh, off the Pat McAfee show from Aaron Rodgers. Going to step away. We are broadcasting live out here at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. We certainly appreciate you being a part of the program, and our friends at Newmel Medical do as well. Uh, if you got ED, you know it's got you down. You know that. They can help you out. If, say, uh, you're moody, you're tired, you're sluggish, you can't figure out why, it could be low T. They can help you out with that. And they also have a great, a terrific, all in yes, it works, an all-in-one weight loss program as well. That is our friends over there at New Mail Medical Center. New Mail Medical Center. Give them a call. They have locations, a couple of locations in the state, and all really now, I think, throughout the country. And if you want to give them a buzz, four, one, one phone number, 414-455-4451. No matter where you're at, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That is the New Mail Medical Center. Go ahead and give them a shout. Again, 414 455 Five one. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show up next. Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen. Rate. Subscribe.